Hello and welcome everybody to the CMEX podcast. My name is Brenda Lee. I am the Marketing Communications Specialist at CMEX. And with me today, I have Mike West to talk about last week's December proofs. He's going to talk about our host team proofs. Um, for those of you don't who don't know Mike, he's been with us each of our proof rounds this year to talk about the what happened at CMEX. And Mike is a wealth of information because not only is he a product development specialist, but he looks at the daughters on farm. He has an early look at all the genetic data and spends time checking out the bulls in the barns when they're doing photos. So, Mike, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Brenda. It's uh, it's great to be here, and it's always an exciting time to talk to our customers about what's happening in the industry with our, our bull lineup. So thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So let's get right into it. What did you see happening overall in the industry on Tuesday? Well, I think, I mean, there's always lots that happens, Brenda. I think, as we know, we've both been doing this a long time and um, there's always new bulls that come along and there were some new bulls from uh, from some of the other the other studs that came into the top LPI and the top TPI rankings. And and because of that, we see some you know bulls in their ranking be a little bit different. But overall, we saw a lot of stability, I think, for the most part in in the majority of bloodlines. We didn't have any proof changes in any of the major indexes for Holstein this time. So it really lets people, you know, from one week to another, the week before proofs to the week after. I think all of our sales team and all of our customers around the world, they can look at the bulls and they were relatively the same as last Tuesday compared to the Tuesday before, that there's not a lot of difference. They may not be in the same ranking number on the, the top listings, but I think more and more, it's not about where the bulls rank, it's about their total genetic profile. And I think that's what I love about these stable proof rounds where we've really come through a you know, a series of them where our, our bloodlines are staying strong and, and really giving that confidence and that voter reliability to our, our users uh, to be satisfied with. And that's really what we saw last week was uh, a very stable proof round with the CMEX lineup staying strong and uh, doing very, very well. Yeah, for sure. It did it was strong as, as it ever was and not a lot of changes. Maybe one bull that everyone didn't pick up on in previous proof rounds, but kind of, you know, rose to the top was a bull named Bosa. Can you tell us a little bit more about this guy? Yeah, Hilmar Bosa. He's a pretty cool bull, Brenda. Um, debuted here last week with his first proof at the number 20 TPI spot on the, the top 100 international list. He's a 2972 TPI bull. Um, he's sired by Timberlake, which was an IMAX son that sold for us. Uh, he sold all around the world and was really popular for us. He was in the top rankings for a long time. Um, so it's it's great to see, you know, that generation after generation coming through in our bloodlines. And, and we're seeing that again from uh, from this bull in Bosa. Bosa's out of an 85-point achiever and then an excellent 90 Delta, an 89-point Denzel, and then uh, the very good 87 Benner Fork, um, Jan Arden, uh, who was a real popular heifer at a young age that topped some sales when she was a calf. She had some choices selling of her for big money. Uh, behind that's a planet. And then uh, Benner Goldwyn Jamarco, which was a really a, a matriarch, uh, you know, st stable family member of Benner Holsteins in Manitoba. It's a cow family that CMEX has, has worked with for generations and decades, really. Uh, so it's pretty cool to see. Uh, that cow family from Manitoba come through again so many generations later in this bull that comes through at number 20 and on the TPI rankings. So pretty cool, uh, exciting start for him. Yeah, very cool. So what pushed him, you know, all the way to number 20 on his debut round? Yeah, it's not every sire that can get up there. And uh, 
you know, like I said before, he's not, um, it's not about being number one or number two, but it's, I think it's that full breakdown of what a bull has to offer. And, and that's what exactly what Bosa has. He's the only sire in the top 100 with over 1800 pounds of milk. And he's over two points on other composite, which is, you know, two pretty important combination of traits that I think when we talk to dairymen around the world of what they're looking for, we know that spells profitability with the milk. And we also know that good udders are going to help lead to longevity. So I think everybody can appreciate that combination of those traits. To go with that, furthermore, he's he's a very respectable CFP bull at 166 for a proven sire. I think that's a very respectable combina- combination of fat and protein. He's a calving yeast sire at 1.9%, and he has a productive life of 4.1. So those combination of traits, I think, all, all fueled with the, the milk and the, the udder composite gets him up quite high in the TPI rankings. To go along with that, he's just short of being an immunity plus sire at 104 for immunity and 106 for calf immunity. So, you know, he has that to go with him too. So not that that figures in on his TPI rankings, but it is a, a pair of traits that I think, are, of course, are exclusive to CMEX and the immunity plus branding. So we can see our our, our users and our sales teams and, and customers around the world having a, a full package benefit of genetics and uh, health and fertility uh, from BOSA. Yeah, and as that Immunity Plus, you know, our breeders and our clients are finding that more and more important every day with pressures from other, from economic pressures to to everything else. Um, they're looking for ways to save money and breeding healthier cows is certainly one of those ways. Looking to the future, uh, some guys, you know, are are asking, do we have any BOSA sons? Yeah, we do have a few BOSA sons, Brenda, and, and they're a nice group of bulls, really. We've got Mark Crest, Matt Crest Garfield. Um, who's a BOSA from a renegade that uh, that is a nice combination of of production and balance confirmation. He's, he'll certainly do a good job on improving your components and and maintaining a great uh, overall balance of production and health and fertility. Uh, Trifecta Hike is a bull that unfortunately is not available all around the world, but he is available in major markets uh, in the U.S. and as well as South America. But he is a BOSA from a Tahiti. Um, that I think uh, will certainly bode very well for his users. People will be real impressed with his breakdown. He's already getting calves on the ground now that we're starting to genomic test. We used him as a mating sire. Uh, he's at 33,095 GTPI with 1,469 pounds of milk um, and two points in other composites. So it should be a pretty interesting combination. An A2A2 immunity uh, plus sire on top of that as well. As well as we also have a couple others in uh, the name of Progenesis Sequence, a BOSA from a Detroit, Artema Clay is a BOSA from a future, and then Cookie Cutter Harmonious is a BOSA from a legacy that really, again, puts together a pretty cool balance uh, combination of traits. He is another bull that we used as a mating sire as well. This immunity plus sire Harmonious um, puts together 3,074 TPI numbers with over two points PTAT, 2.3 other composite. 1,500 pounds of milk, so 99 pounds of fat and 58 pounds of protein. So, you know, I think, you know, there, it's not a big group of sons, but for what we, the amount of times we use both as a mating sire to get that group, it's a very, uh, I think, diverse group as well, but follows that same pattern as what we talked about both earlier, that uh, should be a gr- good group of bulls to, to consider uh, for that next generation of, of solid breeding. And staying with our our TPI proven lineup, it wasn't necessarily a lot of new stars besides Bosa, but our heavy hitters, you know, maintained or even went up in some cases. And one of those I want to talk about is Einstein. 
Um, I think we use a photo of a one that you pictured and you've seen some other daughters and you get a lot of feedback. So tell us tell us what you can about Einstein. Yeah, Einstein keeps getting better and better with each with each proof round. It seems he he went up this time 32 TPI points, moves them from number 17, um, moves them up to the number 17 spot on the TPI list. So, you know, a really solid, uh, respectable ranking for this bull that continues to just hang on and be here proof round after proof round. We used Einstein obviously quite a bit in our lineup, and uh, his influence is going to become going to be felt for many generations and years to come. Um, but Einstein himself, he's he has over 2,500 daughters in his production proof, over 1,300 daughters in his type proof. I think he's really solidified himself as a high reliability sire that people know exactly what they can count on. He's been popular all over the world for us, so um, it's great to see him come up as high as he as he has and and rank where he does. Um, I have worked with a few Einstein's bull mothers that we've pictured recently, and, and these are consistently dairy cows that milk extremely well, and they look like they can milk well. Uh, they're strong cows. They're wide-chested cows. Uh, you'd, you'd describe them as moderate in their stature, and they're modern in their frames because of that. But what I like most about them is their tremendous mammary systems, particularly in that rear udder. They've got great height and great width to their mammary system, a tremendously strong median suspensory ligament. And I really love the utter depth on them. They're well above the hawks, but yet they can give a large volume of milk. So they're the kind of cows that are just going to get better and better and age extremely well. Uh, there's no doubt that you maybe cite the bull as being, have a tendency to be a little straight in their legs. But for me, the way they, they're performing and the, it's not hurting them, they're getting around their barns well. I think long-term, I don't think it's going to really impact the, the longevity of the Einsteins. And I don't think it should fear people away from uh, from using this bull when he has so many great other attributes to to consider. Yeah, and impressively, like you said, he added like 700 daughters as proof round. Yes. Which yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy, and I think it just goes to you know the strength of people's popularity with this bull. He was used. You know, he he was one of the top ranking genomic bulls, and he's he's continued to sell, and I think people just kept going back and using them. So it's not a surprise to see such a huge jump. Mm -hmm. But I think when you do see that, I mean, people like what they had. And they went back and used them and caused them to jump. So to be able to jump that much and go up in TPI points, that doesn't happen every proof round either. So pretty good for uh, for Einstein to do that. Yeah, for sure. And kind of switching gears, I want to talk about a young sire uh, that's really popular globally. Um, you know, for CMEX and for everybody, uh, it's a bull called Ranger Red. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, we were pretty excited. I don't know, not quite a month ago, maybe a month ago when his first daughters started to calve and and you went out and pictured one. Um, tell us about her. What'd you see? Yeah, it's, you know, there's not a week that goes by probably, eh, Brenda, that you and I don't talk about Ranger or we're not talking about him with somebody every day. So it, he's been a bull that we've been excited about for a long time. And I think the industry is. Um, I was hoping that we'd have more daughters to talk about by this proof round, but they're going to start trickling in. And I think, you know, as we get back uh, after the holidays and into January, I'm sure we're going to be hearing about more. Uh, there is just uh, the, the two that are classified so far here in Canada, and they are starting to be milked. Um, there's reports of some rather earlier ones in Europe that have started. But it, so it is <clears throat> it is still very early for Ranger in his career. But this early daughter, uh, Freyland Ranger Swan, is the one that we pictured that you referred to, Brenda, Freyland Holsteins, uh, not far here from Guelph. She calved at 1.9. She just went to, she just turned two years old over the weekend. She scored 85 points with an 86-point memory system. Really a tremendous young cow that's got a great future 
uh, long framed, hard topped, um, and she's got a really good udder and a great uh, suspensory ligament crease in that udder that I think that's what everybody's asking about is is in their mammary systems. What's their crease going to look like? And indications so far are certainly uh, overachieving, I think, and, and doing better than even expected. So a young cow uh, in this ranger swan, um, like I said, projected over 10,000 kilos at her herd. Um, and it's just going to be a cow that gets better and better with time. So I think it's a great indication of, or an early indication of what we can hope for from Ranger. His other milking daughter that I've seen um, that is classified uh, 83 points, uh, calved two months early. So didn't get a fair start, but her best part about it is her mammary system. It's got great quality and great crease in it. And I think if she'd been able to go full term, uh, the possibilities could have been, you know, really great for her as well. So um, a great pair of young cows to start. And can't wait to see the other because everybody loves their heifers and I am just excited about what the 2024 is going to hold for this bull as mm -hmm. we start to see more and more calve. I think we'll have a lot more to talk about when it comes to Ranger um, the next time you and I meet and, and do one of these. Yeah, I mean, there's we'll have a lot mm -hmm. of things to talk about with Ranger, but I think, you know, also there's we have 30 sons. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you the tough question that you don't like to, I'm going to try to pin you down <laughs> a little bit, but who's at the top of your list? If you're, if you're out there, which bull would you pick or what are you recommending? Yeah, it's, that's the great part about our Ranger lineup. You know, some people say, well, you've got so many. Well, he was such a, you know, unique bull in the industry that we were able to use him so widely. You know, he was number one LPI, but he was a red sire. So we were able to use him in the black and white population, the red and white population, the pulled population. Uh, cow family population, we were able to use him in such a way that we were able to get a huge group of great bulls. But yeah, they're all sired by Ranger, but they're different. And I think as our salespeople talk with their customers and their customers, you know, go through their sorts and figure out what they want, you're going to have a lot of different Ranger bloodlines show up with completely different sorts. And that's what makes this population of young bulls we have in stud that, you know, really, really interesting. Um, the Ranger Sons that we have released today, they average over 3660 LPI. Six of the top 11 bulls in the industry over 11 months of age uh, are Ranger Sons. So, you know, he's doing it. He's going to do it himself, and he's doing it through his sons. They're dominating the top of the, the LPI list. And we've been saying that for um, multiple proof rounds, but we get different ones coming in, too, as we get new new Rangers being released. Um you know, to, to pick one, it's pretty hard to pick one because, like I said, it's, it, it is such a diverse group in the way we used them. But the way I look at it, Brenda, you could, if you want to play the LPI market and you want to follow that and you want to put an emphasis on that, uh, the number uh, two bulls that are tied for the number one position are Pato and Punch. Uh, they're rangers from Azazel that, you know, have that combination of traits that get them propelled up the LPI rankings and the health and fertility, the solid production and components and balance type. Uh, Progenesis Late Show is a ranger from a high jump. That's right there at the top as well. The high jump cow, the dam of Late Show, I really love her. She's 86 points. We've got multiple sons out of her. And I think this is a pretty cool bull in Late Show. Uh, that's in the LPI segment of things. If you want something different, uh, Progenesis River Dance is, is something a little bit different pedigree-wise. Uh, he's a ranger from a fortnight. So not the most common uh, pedigree that way. So it's something different in Fortnite, but yet he's still double digit confirmation and other traits, solid production, no sacrifices and genetically to, to get that different pedigree on the maternal side. Then there's the cow family segment that we've certainly got a great group from and, you know, and I'm only going to name a couple here, but 
there it's a diverse group and there's a lot more that you can you can pick through but uh the pair of bulls that are from the same family mystic animation and progenesis ambrose that are from the same family uh animation being the ranger from Arasum, um and rod the Rosum being a sister to uh to ambrose himself of course their dam being the 89 point delta lambda Hannes cow so a pair of bulls that i think are you know to have that cow family and great confirmation and, and lpi traits to go with it i talked on a previous call about seamers parvo from that great pedigree at seamers holsteins um i think it's an exceptional pedigree we've got bulls from Comstar sired by a ranger that go out of that are out of the lori chic family of course and many more uh you know those are just a few but i think there's a great lineup of cow families behind our ranger sons but we also used them on the red bloodlines to try and get high red bulls like AOT Hiccup, Hiccup Red, who's a very solid PTA bull, PTAT bull. Uh, he does well on both LPI and TPI breakdowns. Um, and we also used him in the pulled segment as well. Uh, we have a bull that was just released in December, North Pulled Maxim Red. He's at an excellent 94 point Vogue Loyola Macy Red cow. That's a beautiful cow in her own right. Um, so he's pulled, he's got great genetics to him as well. He's pulled and red. Uh, so there's something there for everybody, I think. No matter what your preference is, I think we've got a ranger bull that can help you improve genetically and, and follow that filter and customization of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that immunity plus trait. Yeah. Um, that That's pulling through on on his sons and, and also A2A2. So, you know, dairies that are looking for that health and fertility and also, you know, the A2A2, which is becoming globally more popular, he's got that as well. It's crazy the way he's been able to pass on those two traits, particularly the Immunity Plus. And when you mm -hmm. look at the number of them, you know, it's the large majority are, are Immunity Plus sires and not just barely Immunity Plus. I mean, they get in there quite well with strong numbers. And yeah, Brenda, you're right. A2A2, we talk about it more and more. And uh, he has a large number of those that are A2A2. And we were able to select for that as well, too, and pick the A2A2 sons and, and get the right ones instead that uh, that people can go after. Yeah, and people that are interested in looking, you can look up the, the Immunity Plus Index right on the proof chart, and it'll tell you, you know, we recommend one of the five-point deviation, hundreds average, just like the other traits, and they're 112, 111. I mean, they're very yeah. strong, very strong. Yeah, very strong. You're right. And just switching a little bit to something else that's not that's becoming more and more popular and people are asking for is the pole gene. Uh, there's a bull that's created some excitement, I think LPI market wise, and a bull called Cedarwall Handpick. Yeah, I've, you know, a bull we've been watching uh, for the last couple of proof rounds is his daughter's been trickling in, but Cedarwall Handpick came out last week as the, the number one proven pulled sire. Uh, sired by Luster P. Luster P had a good proven day himself. So we see that translate into uh, Cedarwall handpick for us. His dam is a very good Banderas. And then behind that is a uh, is a very good uh, 87 point numero uno. And then uh, O'Connor's planet Lucia behind that, um, a very good 86. So a strong cow family behind it. But he comes through with a really nice, uh, a nice breakdown. He's a bull with, a, with like I said, a solid LPI. 3521 uh proven LPI ranking but he's got a great combination of production and confirmation as well he's plus 11 on confirmation plus 10 memory system plus 6 feet and legs with positive components 85 kilograms of uh of fat 41 kilograms of protein with plus on his on his fat and protein percentage um 
these cows that I've seen, Jim and I have pictured a few and, and uh, you know, we've been really impressed with the ones we've seen. Great uttered cows, highly mobile cows, great uh, quality to their bone and, and cows that can, that can produce and last a long time with, with the right amount of strength and substance about them as well. So I think for a proven bull, he's, he's, you know, he's a great option, but then when you put the pole on there as well, you know, I think he's going to be really intriguing for a lot of people moving forward, uh, looking for a proven, reliable hold, hold sire in their, in their business. For sure. And, and a deep pedigree, not to dig a little bit further into that, but there's Lila Z back there. A few people yes. should remember that cow, her yes. influence and her notoriety. Yeah, it keeps going back behind that planet, of course, to to her. You know, you've got the Goldman from Comstar that was in there and then Lila Z herself. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a cow family that's been famous in a lot of different circles in our business. Mm -hmm. um, and now touching the pulled market is uh, pretty cool for for this pedigree. Yep, for sure it is. And then back to G2PI and the LPI list, the GLPI list, what's standing out for you? Um, you know, just overview of those lists and and then what does it mean for CMEX? Yeah, I think today when we look at our genomic lists and and who are we kidding, that's what everybody's looking at every every week is the the new genomic bulls and the, every month when a new uh, monthly round comes out, it's it's always talking about what's coming next, what can what can we look for moving forward? And I think for CMEX today, we're we're as strong as we've ever been on the genomic front, both LPI, TPI confirmation. You pick the market segment, and I think we're we're there. Um, when you look at the TPI segment of bulls, uh, when you look at the bulls that are 12 months and older in the industry, CMEX has 33 of the top 100 of those bulls. And then when you look at the list that was published just at the end of last week from Holstein USA, if you look at the top 100 um, on that list, 37 of those are uh, called CMEX homes. So, and those are bulls that are of all ages. But so whether it's all of all ages or the bulls that are making semen or and going to be available. It's it's clear that CMEX is has really put the effort in and, uh, and and developed those bloodlines and made the great bulls for us to to look for. Um, our TPI lineup is of course highlighted by the new release last week. Uh, Ladies Manor Smoke Owen, that's thirty two forty nine GTPI. He's the number one Holy Smoke son, and he's also the number five uh, bull in the industry currently available. So he's been real popular for us as a mating sire. We'll have a lot of sons of his to come, you know, down the road, but uh, he's going to appeal to a lot of a lot of breeders, I think, with his solid production, uh, balanced type. He's he doesn't have any real holes anywhere in his breakdown. He's got that great pedigree behind him again, being a uh, like I said, a holy smokes out of a very good granite, then a Millington and an excellent 93 Dorsey, an excellent Odin, excellent outside, excellent Rudolph, and six more generations of very good or excellent behind that. So. You know, numbers, pedigree, He's he puts it together in an Immunity Plus sire that we released as a fast start last week. So really strong TPI lineup, Brenda. On the other side of the border, on the LPI side of things, we had a great day with the genomic list as well. And uh, we continue to do well with that. And of course, that comes from our ranger influence. Like I mentioned earlier, the number of ranger sons in the top ranking. But beyond that, CMEX has nine of the top 10 uh, young bulls that are 11 months and older uh, on genomic LPI. Um, there's a three-way tie at the top of the list with on um, three CMEX bulls. I mentioned them earlier in Pato and Punch, a uh, pair of full brothers. And then there's also a brother that's or another bull that's tied with them, T. Spruce Ethan, um, who is a bull that will be released later in in uh, 2024. Just uh, just makes that list, and he's just starting to make uh, work on making semen here now. So hopefully, 
be able to talk about him a little more in depth, maybe in April. But three pretty cool bulls at the top of that. But nine of the top ten um, shows that we're we're getting those bulls to propel up that that LPI ranking and, and dominate it, just like we're doing on the D TPI. If you want to look at confirmation bulls, I know we've always got lots of people asking us about that. There's a big there's a big tie for the number one confirmation bull in the industry today. There's there's actually nine bulls tied for number one at plus sixteen, but five of those nine are all at CMAX um, sixteen for confirmation and. They're at varying stages of their career, just just being released or have calves born. Uh, the Anahita bull that was just released, very popular for us already. Bullseye, who's really the talk of the town with his calves, hitting the show ring at the Royal Winter Fair this year and getting a lot of stir in a lot of barns. Uh, I think he's going to have a real exciting next year as we see more of his heifers uh, develop. Uh, Action Man, Harris, Predator, the other three bulls on the top of that list that... Um, been very popular for us, made a lot of fancy calves. We're hearing lots about all five of these bulls, uh, the four that have calves on the ground, um, on the success they're having already. So uh, pretty exciting to see bulls at the top of that list. But I think the point of this, what I'm trying to get at, Brenda, is no matter what segment you're looking at, I think we've got the right genomic bulls coming for the future. Um, we're not just the number one bull, but we've got a large group of bulls. Uh, that can fit those filters and fit those needs and and find the right genetic profile of what everybody's looking for. Yeah, for sure. And and of those bulls, I mean, they're all by different bloodlines, different dams. I mean, it's it's diversity within those segments as well. Yeah, I mean, all of it, whether it's the TPI, LPI, or the confirmation that I just touched on, and I could go on, you know, about a lot of different segments, but we do try to spread that around and work with as many bloodlines as we can and try and get the best genetic profile that we can at the same time. So We've really hit hit the, the nail on the head this time, it seems, with with getting them to come through. And uh, that should pave the way for uh, for a strong future ahead. It makes for a great ending to 2023 for us. Yeah, it's been a great proof year um, and we've had some great successes. And I think, yeah, it's it's a great way to finish the year with, you know, you got the young bulls that are looking for the future and we've got great bull, proven bulls that stayed stable. And our customers should be real happy with that they, they use them. And uh, we're not telling them that we've got concerns moving forward, that we still want to go back and sell them those same bulls they've used and mm -hmm. sell them with the same message that we said before um, that will fit those criteria of what they're looking for. Absolutely. Nope. Everybody can feel confident standing by the bulls and looking forward to the future. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mike. We appreciate it. We love hearing from you and your insights. Thanks for having me, Brenda. Always uh, fun to be here with you. and. Uh, happy holidays to everybody and enjoy the rest of your year and look forward to talking to all of you in 2024. Thank you. If you like this podcast, give us a four-star review. It really helps others find the show and learn more about CMEX, our people, our programs, and our services. See you in the next episode.